Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brand. I'm Andrew Brand. We got a special edition tonight. This comes to you from the Greenbrier Resort in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. Beautiful resort in West Virginia. I've been down here hiking and biking and running and enjoying the outdoors and what it has to offer in this beautiful time of year. But I wanted to interview the guy who brings the sports teams here. That's right. Patriots have been here. Cardinals have been here. Saints have been here multiple times in the past two years, including the past week. The San Francisco 49ers have come and stayed here between visits to teams back east in weeks one and two last year. Weeks two, I'm sorry, two and three last year, weeks one and two this year. I thought it was fascinating that they have basically built an entire NFL training camp here to be used maybe a few weeks a year. And then for teams that are staying on the East Coast between games. It's a fascinating subject to me. I reached out. I got the vice president of marketing and sales, the guy who's recruited and got these teams to come here and explains how it all happened. And I'll get to that right after a quick word from DraftKings, our sponsor. You know them. They're official sports betting partner of the NFL. They're kicking off this week four with a can't miss offer. Yep. You just bet $1 on any NFL game. You get $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code Ross. Get $150 in free bets instantly. Just bet $1 on NFL game. That's promo code Ross. Get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So now, without further ado, let's get to the Vice President of Marketing and Sales for the Greenbrier Resort, responsible for recruiting so many NFL teams, NBA teams, and tennis tournaments as well. Here's Greg Furlong from the Greenbrier Sports Performance Center. Greg, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Andrew. Great to be here. Yeah, and you're a Philly guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> You've heard I'm, me on WIP. <laughs> I have. I've, I've heard you with Angelo a couple times in the morning, and uh, I listen to, to WIP on my drive in and on my drive home. And so I, I, I'm a four for four guy and just a, a huge, especially birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the birds, the 49ers were here preparing for them last week. So let's go back. How did how did this sports performance center, which is this magnificent property right here uh, at the Greenbrier, come to be? Sure. How long ago? The whole history. Sure. So um, it, it's interesting because Sean Payton was uh, was here one summer caddying for one of his best friends, Ryan Palmer, on the PGA tour. And so we, uh, starting in 2010, we hosted a, a PGA golf tournament. And so 2013, he came. His, Ryan Palmer's caddy couldn't caddy, and so he asked his friend Sean to come. And, uh, and so Coach Payton was here for a week uh, in July and just fell in love with the surroundings, the climate, uh, the hospitality, and, and really the state of West Virginia. So a couple of weeks go by, and he, they, the Saints call us and say, would you be interested in hosting training camp? And we were like, well, we're always interested in, in interesting ideas, but we, we don't have any fields. We, I don't know where you would practice. And he said, oh, we'll figure all that out later. And so a couple of more phone calls and, and eventually our billionaire owner got in touch with, with their billionaire owner, Mr. Benson, and, and they figured it out. And a couple months later, we had three beautiful NFL caliber football fields and the 60,000 square foot 
Sports Performance Center that, that we're in now. 2013. So that was the summer of 2013, and so we welcomed the Saints for the first of three years of training camp in 2014. And wow. so the, the Saints were here for three years for their month-long training camp. Uh, the, and then after that, uh, the Houston Texans were here for two years. And then uh, the New England Patriots have been here twice uh, to do joint practices, once with the Saints and once with the Texans. Uh, and then the Cardinals were here in between back-to-back East Coast games. And then um, 49ers the last two years have come for back-to-back East Coast games. And how did this become a thing with different teams? Is it the Saints' experience becoming well-known around the league and how good it was and Sean Payton talking to his colleagues around exactly. the league? Exactly. And so we've had enough teams here over enough years. I mean, there's a lot of movement in the NFL with coaches and assistants and players that – I believe, I don't know for a fact, but I believe there's at least one person on every staff that has come here for, for either training camp or a, a week-long stay in the season. And so that word just has spread throughout the NFL. Uh, we've, we've done some aggressive prospecting. Uh, I, I reach out to all 32 GMs, head coaches, director of ops, director of travel um, every year. And so keep them up to date on, on what's going on. And then the, the day that the schedule comes out, I'm calling every West Coast team that has back-to-back mm. East Coast games and trying to get them to, to stay here. Um, and so, but again, it's the experience has been great. And that's what spreads amongst the, the other coaches. And, and then a lot of it, I mean, Bill Belichick being here twice to practice with two different teams, that brings a lot of credibility. If, if the Patriots are willing to come here twice over a couple of different years, their, their experience must be good. And so a lot of a lot of teams that I talk to are interested in, in that. And, and again, knowing that the Saints and the Texans were here for as long as they were, they, they know that it must have been good or else they wouldn't come back. And then again, 49ers two years in a row really just sends a message to all the other teams that, okay, it must be a world-class facility. And, and then as soon as they come here and see the facilities, it, it sells itself. Yeah, I want to ask about that because you just sort of said flippantly that uh, – that you're a billionaire owner, Governor Jim Justice, and the New Orleans Saints owner, Tom Benson, kind of got together and all these fields came up and this incredible facility that we're in sure. just kind of appeared. Uh, how does that happen? How, was it, What was this space? How did it turn into such an incredible performance center? Sure. So it, it, I can say it very flippantly because I, I wasn't the one moving the dirt and building yeah. it. Uh, it took a lot of people uh, almost working around the clock. Uh, to get it done and get it to, to where it is now. The the original plan was a, a large medical complex in this whole facility. And so for several years after the Justice family bought it, it, it was just a, a field and, and some hills. And so they leveled it out. And so the, the long-term plan was a medical complex with the sports part really being the last part that was going to be completed. And then as soon as the Saints called, that sort of pushed the the sports performance area to the forefront and, and got us going and got that section of it going first. And so it, it took many contractors, subcontract. I mean, it, it was an, an incredible effort almost around the clock, seven days a week to, to move enough dirt to get it ready. And the big thing was that really the first thing we had to do was get the grass planted so that by the time they came next, the, the following summer, it was, it was in perfect NFL condition. More with Greg Furling of the Greenbrier in a minute. Quick word from Keeps.com. You know, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. There's more than 50 million people 
men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There's only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers both. It's a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair low cost. It's just $10 a month, what they start at. Generic versions, discreet packaging, more five-star reviews than any competitors. So prevention's key, so start fast. It can take four to six months, so act now. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash BOS. That's BOS for Business of Sports. Receive your first month of treatment free. That's keeps.com slash BOS. Get your first month free, keeps.com slash BOS. Now back to our interview at the Greenbrier Sports Performance Center with Greg Furlong. Must have been quite a cost. <laughs> and when you when I bring up cost, I also think about the cost for the teams and mm-hmm. the cost of having the teams. Are you having the teams at the expense of not having other guests in, in the property, in the resort? And, you know, you, you don't have to tell me the exact numbers. Sure. But is, it a, is it a financial gain for you? Is it a financial loss? Is it not, not important in um, terms of what you get out of bringing these teams in, the publicity, et cetera? Sure. So we, we value that just as any business evaluates the, the P&L of, of each piece of business. And so we look at it. We also put a huge value on the marketing side of it, um, the, the amount of media and the amount of press that we, we get when a team is here. Is it's tough to put an exact dollar amount on it, but it's a it's a huge amount. The NFL is a marketing machine, and and we love being part of that. And so, it may displace a few of our leisure guests or our, our normal corporate or association groups, but the press that we get out of it far outweighs the, any of that displacement. Um, and so, yeah, it, it whenever a team calls, and again, we we offer them competitive pricing. I mean, it's. Uh, similar to what we would offer any other corporate or association group, they're they're doing their meals, they're doing everything, and so it's it's a it's it's definitely a win-win. Uh, a lot of the teams that come that don't want to go back west coast and they want to stay east coast, they view it as as a huge benefit. One, they don't have to pay for the flight all the way back and then um, back east coast, plus the the savings on their body with the time adjustments and the time changes. That's that's been key and and as teams become more in tune and players become more in tune with their bodies there there's more and more research showing that, that that's beneficial to stay in the same time zone how about food i know so well what these guys can eat they, they eat a lot yes <laughs> do you have separate dining for them do you actually for lack of a better word sequester the teams in a different part of the hotel than the normal resort or have sure them- so so the resort has 700 total rooms and teams on average need about 200 rooms a night and so we try to, we have the West Virginia wing of the resort where we put the, the players and the high security individuals that, because we can, that's a little bit more of an isolated area of the building. And so we'll, we'll put them there. And then the meals, each team's done the meals a little bit differently. And so they, they typically eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and they call it a snack at nine o'clock at night. It's <laughs> for anybody else. It's a, it's yeah, another dinner. I remember. And so they, um, so some of them will do some of those meals over here at the Sports Performance Center, or some will do them at, at the building, in, in the building at the resort. Um, it really just depends on their scheduling, which day of the week, where they are with their off days and that kind of thing. And in terms of them, quote unquote, mixing with the regular resort guests, is that, is, 
is that just determined by their coaches and their leadership, whether they want to integrate or do they sort of stay apart? Uh, and, and that's been interesting to see how each organization's a little bit different. Um, when they're here for training camp, it's much more of a business trip, yeah. it, it seems like. Uh, you've got 90% of the guys trying to make the team. The 10% of them are, are set. They're not, you know they're not going to get cut. But the rest of them, it's a business trip. I mean, they're they're here to, to make the team and, and make sure that, that they're on, on the roster. Um, when they're here during back-to-back East Coast games, it's a little bit more casual. I mean, these are grown men. These are adults. And so um, take out COVID, all those restrictions yeah. that we had last year and, and, and this year, uh, it becomes a little bit more flexible. They, they have their off days here just like they would at home. And so they don't put as many parameters on, on where they can go, when they can be there. And so it, it's their off, off day. And so they can – a lot of them play golf. A lot of them go to the spa, sit around the pool. I mean, they're they're using the, the resorts amenities and and ownership and coaches. Not so much coaches, but leadership, and they're they're using the amenities as well. Um, golfers, have you seen some we, we get a, <laughs> interesting we, golfers? We get a good amount of clubs shipped ahead ahead <laughs> of their arrival, and, and we we use ship sticks and send them back. And um, and again, if training camp not as much during the week, they're. There's several guys on each team that we've had that, that are pretty passionate golfers, and, and they'll take advantage of, of our world-class courses here. Any anecdotes? You talked about Belichick, Shanahan, Peyton. <laughs> any, uh, you know, any, uh, anything that stands out from all these experiences, little, little nuggets um, from each team? It, I'm just amazed because as a huge NFL fan, yeah. I'm just amazed at how every different, every team behaves very differently. They, they all need the same things, but there's few things that, that some of them want differently than the others. And so um, that, that's been amazing. And, and they really do seem to take the personality of the head coach. Mm. So the, the more serious the head coach, the more serious the, the, the week is and, and their visit is here. And so um, it, that's been interesting to see how, Again, they all need the field. They all need the training equipment. They all need the food. But it's the the other time that they're here that has been interesting to see how it's used. There was an article last week about the 49ers being here that was mm-hmm. it, the headline, not the article, seemed to indicate that the injuries, you know, the 49ers were, sure. were having all these injuries a year ago between the Jets and Giants games. And then they come in here last week with injuries from the Detroit game going into Philadelphia. Uh, as you know, that headline sort of indicates somehow the Greenbrier was had some sure. part in the injuries. But, of course, that was debunked by a lot of people saying that. After it was. We, we appreciate all the comments that followed that that headline. Uh, we were we were a little disappointed in the headline. I'm not going yeah. to lie. Um, it was a little inappropriate just because it was well documented that these injuries occurred at the game. At the game. Right. And so, and we, we helped them get better. We helped them uh, rehab. And so no significant injuries have happened here while the 49ers were, were here. And so um, I'll leave it at that. We were, we were a little disappointed and, and we appreciate everyone sticking up for, for the resort yeah. saying, no, that's inappropriate. And um, it's, it's purely coincidental that, that some of the guys got hurt. It's the NFL and injuries are part of the game. You know, it's it's as I'm listening to you, it's a great business model. It just seems to me, has there been this before? Like when West Coast teams had two back-to-back games before all this, mm-hmm. 
what is there a history of I don't even I should know this, you know, covering the league like I do. Sure. Of teams finding I think 49ers stayed in Youngstown, Ohio back in the day mm-hmm. with their owner from DeBartolo's from there. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you know? Yeah, there's uh, some teams will use colleges. Colleges. Uh, if they've got connections to colleges, they'll, they'll use their facilities. Um, and yeah. so they'll, they'll, that's who we've competed with on some, some teams over the years that since we've had our facility, um, a couple of teams have decided to, to go to colleges. They don't prefer that because they they're they use the facilities, but then they have to transport back and forth to a hotel, and sometimes that can be far. Right. Uh, IMG in Florida is probably the, right. the property, the facility that we compete with the most, and so um, that's if people want to be in the south in the, in the warmer climates and in the, in the later in, on in the season. Uh, that's where some of the, some of the teams will go, but again. They, they've got they don't have a hotel or a property I don't believe and so right. there's a little bit of a commute there and so um, those those are the, the two that really accommodate the teams in the past right more from this fascinating interview with Greg about how these sports teams are operating here at the Greenbrier in a minute first a word from AutoZone if you're looking for more stopping power from your brakes go with Duralast Elite Brake Pads and they're exclusively at AutoZone we know Duralast parts are proven tough but Duralast Elite is on another level. They're three times longer than the typical Duralast pad. That's good news, especially if you find yourself in a lot of stop-and-go traffic, which I do around the city, or if you typically drive with heavier loads in your car. They've got this fancy protective hex pattern. It protects your pad, your rotor from excessive work, keeps them performing longer. It means you'll have smoother, safer, quieter stops. You won't have to worry about your brakes grinding down at all. Since AutoZone has 6,000 locations nationwide, you'll have no problem picking up a set when you need them most. The future of stopping starts with Duralast Elite Brake Pads, only at AutoZone. Now back to finish up our interview at the Greenbrier Sport Performance Center, Greg Furlong. Greg, this is really interesting. I want to pivot away from the NFL. How about other sports? You know, we were here last summer, Mm -hmm. World Team Tennis. What an incredible experience. Our son was an intern with them okay. and uh, seeing all these players around the hotel in the middle of COVID mixing and they were all kind of bubbled here for the three weeks. Uh, how did that one come about? <laughs> so that came about, uh, we, we were very well connected in the tennis industry. And, yeah. uh, and so one of our tennis pros and some of our sporting club members are, are very closely knit with the tennis community. And they, they knew they wanted to, to start and end their season in the same facility and, and really they were one of the first leagues to create a bubble and they loved the facility they loved the Greenbrier because we're on 11,000 acres we're, we're in White Sulphur Springs West Virginia um, and so they were able to create that bubble and keep everybody in it I think they only had one person right. in the bubble and so it was a tremendous success it was it proved to a lot of the other leagues the, the, the larger leagues that it can be done and it can be done safely and so we were thrilled to be a part of that. And that was right after we reopened. Yeah. We weren't sure how our business was going to return. And so it was the perfect sort of way to, to dip our toes back into a big group. Um, and then we were very fortunate because our leisure guests came back extremely quickly. And so uh, it was the perfect balance of, of group, leisure, and then the media exposure. That, that World Team Tennis had far more exposure on a national scale than, than I realized. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of us realized. And so 
we were on CBS Sports and on ESPN. I mean, it was a fantastic event and really got us back into doing what we do, and that's welcoming guests. And, and our owner is a huge sports fan. He's yeah. the, the governor is is gigantic sports fan. So anything to do with sports, uh, he is all for it. And he's he's the coach of the girls, the local <laughs> girls varsity uh, basketball team, and. And so that's why when any of these sporting opportunities come up, he's he's all in. And so yeah. And as a sports fan myself, it's fun to be a part of all that. Yeah. And what about other sports? I mean, I know last year was the year of the bubble. We saw Disney mm-hmm. host the NBA and the WNBA in Bradenton, I believe. And have you reached out? Is is it the goal is to attract other sports? Um, or just whatever comes? Yeah. Or? It's. I mean, so we're we're actually talking to to an event that's that's a couple years in the future about possibly using the facilities, which would be great. Um, we love the NFL model. We, we love that, that week-long stay. That that works really well yeah. for, for us and for our normal business of weekends are super busy, midweek is, is not as busy, and so it's a perfect way to fill in the midweek. And, and then, again, the exposure that the NFL gets is great, so we love that. Uh, we are very protective of the fields. I mean, they're, they're beautiful fields, and we want to make sure that if we are going to risk them to overuse, it's got to be worth it for us. And so we, we've had some local high schools want to play soccer games on it. Yeah, I was wondering and, about that. And it's just tough to, to say yes. We, we, let them, we let almost everybody use the artificial field that we have here. Uh, it's much more durable. But the grass fields, we, we really protect. Uh, one event that we did do for a couple of years was – the West Virginia showdown. It was a youth football tournament the weekend before Thanksgiving. And so we we weren't too worried. We knew an NFL team wasn't going to come after that. And so we were able to use the fields for, for Pop Warner age kids and, and they loved it. It was an incredible experience for them. It turned what historically is the slowest weekend of the year, that weekend before Thanksgiving, mm. turned it into a sold out weekend. For wow. Us. And so um, so we're, we, we, we've done that. We've had an MLS team come here for a couple of days. Uh, we, we've had a variety of different things, uh, but NFL seems to be that, that niche. That yeah, and tucked away here in the corner of West Virginia. Sure. Doesn't yeah. seem to be a problem, right? It doesn't. We're, we're very fortunate that we have a 7,000-foot runway uh, right in Lewisburg, which is about 15 yeah. minutes away, and so it can accept pretty much any, any type of aircraft. And so the teams love that because they can they don't have to transfer real far, and so that that's a blessing to have that um, that runway 15 minutes away. Now I look out on the fields, I see stands. Are these all these NFL teams available for public viewing or no? No, when they're here during the week, they're they're much more private. Yeah. Um, 49ers this year brought some media in, and and they were allowed to watch stretching and, and warm ups, but then as soon as practice started they they escorted the media off uh those stands are primarily for when we had the training camp training camp and then we've had uh we had wvu's blue gold game okay they they were working on their stadium and so had to relocate that and so we had their spring game Uh here which was great and so the the stands were full for that yeah blue gold game that seemed like it was a big deal yeah how many does that hold over right here i think all all the seats combined it's just about three thousand. okay And uh, yeah, like you said, the protecting the fields, I would think you'd get a lot of requests, especially locally, like, can we use your fields? We do, and and we do accommodate as much as we can, but we, we have to make sure that, that the weather's right and, and, and that if if our superintendent doesn't, or is worried about the fields being 
severely damaged, then we, we relocate the, the game or the event down to the artificial this has been great. Any any future plans? Any future NFL teams locked in? Uh, you know, obviously you don't know the schedule for 2022 yet. Um, any future goals for this performance center? Sure. the 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 goal is to to get another team here for training camp, and so we're we're this, talking yeah, this, for this. next starting next year to yeah. to use it for the month long training camp. Um, so we're we're in talks with a few teams there. Okay. So, and then again, as soon as that schedule comes out, uh, we want to be first in line. We we want to be we we want to be in the position where the teams are requesting the NFL to schedule them back to back East Coast games. So that they yeah, I don't even know that. Is that happen just organically? I, I think the owners probably request. That. I, I think yeah. you can request. I don't know the official yeah. process, but I I do think you can request if you have two East Coast games on your schedule that that they be back to back because I, I think. Again, I'm, I don't know this for certain, but the competition committee realizes that, yeah. that it's tough to go East Coast. Competitive West. There, balance, there was, yeah. yeah, there was there were some good stats there for several years of West Coast teams playing at a one o'clock start on Sunday. Right. Didn't have the best record, and so I think um, when they can make those accommodations, they they do. Yeah, and then with the 49ers, you know. They seem to have good experience, mm-hmm. and I think Jed York, the owner, actually tweeted something he did. about he uh, did. doing it. Yeah, so you would think a they would get that um, back-to-back situation again in the East next year, and they'd want to come here. Absolutely, so. we, we've no reason to think that they wouldn't. Uh, we've we've got an incredible relationship with them. They are a first-class organization from top to bottom. They they are an absolute joy to have here. Our our staff and team members love having them here and. I mean, they are they are first class, absolutely. Well, I don't like them this week. They're playing my Packers. Oh, well, I didn't I didn't like them last week when they beat the Eagles. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was painful. Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was a tough week. I had to, all week. They they know I'm an Eagles fan. Oh so yeah. All week I wore my uh, my 49ers cufflinks <laughs> and then had the flags flying and and then one o'clock Sunday they they knew I was I had my green <laughs> green and black on. So. Well, this has been great, Greg. Anything else you want to add about this incredible center that uh, I'm lucky enough to take a tour of now after we're done? Yeah, I'd love to show you. And um, I just appreciate the opportunity to, to be with you, Andrew. And um, anything, any questions that any of your listeners have, feel free to reach out to me. Yeah, and it's fascinating. I wanted to do this while I'm here because it did create a lot of intrigue, not the negativity about the injuries, mm-hmm. but just, wow, 49ers are doing this. And how cool. Sure. Right. Absolutely. And just I, I'm aware because I grew up coming here with my family for vacation. What a neat place this is. But I never in my childhood envisioned this as a quote unquote training camp for NFL teams. Right. So it's great. Yeah. So it all started with Sean Payton. It did. <laughs> he, he was the one that had the vision and, and called us. And, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Greg, thanks for being on the podcast. It's been a, a very uh, informative and I'm sure our listeners will love this. Perfect. Thank you. Man. Appreciate Thank it. you. Hope you enjoyed that. I know there's a lot of stuff out there that Greg talked about, about the Greenbrier and uh, something that it was causing injuries, even though teams came in there with injuries. Uh, he answered it well. He talked about how this all came to be with Sean Payton. It was really interesting. One thing he said off off interview that I thought was fascinating, he gave me uh, permission to share it with you. When the Patriots were here at the Greenbrier, Bill Belichick made sure they sat down for the historical tour of the bunkers. Now, the bunkers were established 
by President Eisenhower, who wanted a safe location if things went, I don't know, apocalyptic in Washington, D.C., and he established these bunkers where government could relocate underneath the Greenbrier. They're still here. So there are, and always, bunker tours and historical lectures about the bunkers. It's interesting that he talked about Belichick, how he made the players sit and listen to the bunker tour and how they were enwrapped by the information, especially he talked about Brady and Gronkowski, how they were so interested in hearing about what was happening here that they actually have a facility which they could move government operations in case all hell broke loose in Washington, D.C. Fascinating interview. I hope you enjoyed listening to Greg and this unique setting here at the Greenbrier. We'll look for more teams. You know he's working on someone coming here for training camp in 2022 as well. All started with Sean Payton. How about that? That'll do it for this week's edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Thanks to producer Brian Neal. Thanks to musical producer Sam Brandt. As always, you can sign up for my newsletter. Get it every Sunday free to your inbox, andrew-brandt.com. Twitter, Andrew Brandt. Instagram, Andrew Brandt 2. Clubhouse, ADB 719. And Apple Podcast rankings and comments are always appreciated. We think we have a unique podcast here. Hope you agree. I'll be back next week with another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt.